Good day. This is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. Well, the first thing that I want to do today is wish you a great new year. And it's 2023. So whenever you're hearing this message, it could be the start of a new day, a new year, a new walk, a new talk. It's just a beginning. And this happens to be on my first podcast of 2023. But we all can have a new beginning at any point in time when we need to walk away from what we used to do, how we used to feel, and look at it as a new day. So, Happy New Year, wherever you are in this year or in years to come. Amen. I want to share, um, and I'm going to try to do this as concise as I can. A message that the Lord really shared with me over the holiday and how it has, you know, multiplied or how it's gained legs and and feet for for me personally, which I think will bless each of you as well. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you want to find a quiet place. You want to pause right now and really just say a prayer and say, Lord, let my ears be open to something new. Let my my life be open to something new. Let me be open to change. But most of all, Lord, just forgive me of all sins of my past and let me begin a new day with a new heart, new faith, new strength in his mighty name. Amen. Okay. So I want to share that as we all know, hopefully, um, that during the Christmas holiday, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. But there was a piece of the the story that really just, um, just really resonated with me this season. And I saw it as such a great word for women as well. And it somewhat links to um, the word of in Luke 1. And if we look at, you know, Matthew's um, chapter 5 as well. So I'm going to share what the Lord shared with me. And I pray that it, it will bless you. And this podcast title is really called um, What's Overshadowing You? What's overshadowing you in your life today. It's a new year. Maybe it's a new day for you. But what is overshadowing you? And it really comes down to, is it the Holy Spirit? Is it the woes of life? Is it your faith? Is it lack of faith? Is it anger? Is it fear? shame. All of these things can overshadow, but I want to show you how all of those things I just named, that there was a woman that felt all of those things, I'm sure. But what overshadowed her, what she chose to overshadow her and what she chose to believe is what saw her through. So that woman is Mary. And what uh, when you look at Luke one, 
and you look at verses 26 through the end of that chapter, or even let's say through 38, 26 through 38, and I'm going to read a piece of it. So in verse 26, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. FYI, I'm reading the New Living Translation. Um, Verse 28, confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He'll be very great and will be called the son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So let's unpack this a little bit because I saw how this can relate to many things that many women that I have talked to have shared that the Lord has shared with them awesome ideas and and thoughts of how he could use them. And the position that they have taken in, in talking with me about it is they don't see how it would work. <laughs> they don't see how they could afford it. They don't see they don't see how they could give up their job to pursue what they really believe that God has called them to. And I look at this portion of the passage and imagine in Mary's time frame where women were stoned and shunned, put outside probably the village And imagine that, first of all, the experience of the angel Gabriel coming to her. How many which ways could she have twisted? Maybe I was imagining this. Imagine the different positions of thought that no, who could she talk to about this? And it says that she was confused or disturbed or or wouldn't you? I'm going to be pregnant. And the description is the Holy Spirit is going to overshadow you. Right? I don't know about you, but I would be like, the Holy Spirit's going to come upon me and overshadow me. What does that mean? The confusion, the worry, the the anxiousness. Who do I share this with? Who would believe me? And if this is true, who would believe that this pregnancy is from God? 
What would happen to me among my family, my friends, my community? What would happen to me with my fiance? I could come up with a million reasons of saying, who would want to believe this? Who would want to believe they're even in their right mind? So I ask you, what things have God asked you to do or has shown you that you have said, you've come up with every reason why it wouldn't work or what would people say or how would it look? And you may still be saying that today. You haven't released what you were created to do because you're confused of what you heard the Lord or the Holy Spirit speak to you. And think about it. This is during a time when the Holy Spirit wasn't indwelling in man. So what experience did she have with anyone being able to tell her about this? Think about it. I'm just a girl in a village at Nazareth. Um, Nothing special. And why would God do this? Call me to this. And the Holy Spirit's going to come upon me and I'm the baby to be born. It's going to be holy and the son of God. That sounds pretty far-fetched for a country girl to me. But the angel, in wanting to give her some confidence, he told her about her relative Elizabeth being pregnant in her old age. This was something that was a fact. It was something she could verify, something she can obviously was unaware of. But how would she know this? Right? People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and now is in her sixth month. Well, when you're six months pregnant, people can see that. They, that can be verified. So for the word of God will never fail. And that's what I want every person listening to this to remember that if the Lord has put something in your heart to do, whether it it doesn't have to be, it, it can be great for you. But a lot of times people think, oh, that God's got to call you to a worldwide ministry. God could call you to work in a local shelter and impact people. The Lord can call you to um, bring victory to your neighbors. It doesn't have to be that you have to have a global um, sensation. You have to start a church and have a mega church. And many times people think that it has to be grandiose and it has to lay itself out like somebody's got to drop a million dollars at your doorstep for you to start um to do something for God. If God really wants me to do it, he'll just drop mega money or have someone come. And But if you were to do research on people who have done great things for God, that's not how it happened. I mean, you could look at John the Baptist. Between his clothes, where he was living and what he was eating, that was enough for me to say, oh, this couldn't have been of God, <laughs> Right? But what did Jesus say about John the Baptist? It wasn't for his mansions. It wasn't for his airplanes. It wasn't for how many people came to hear him, serve him. 
bring him tithing and all of that. But his heart was for God. Whatever it took, his heart was for God. So in a way, when we look at Mary, you could see how we could believe this story, this message today easier than she should have been able to believe what she was hearing. Why? Because we have the word that tells us that the Holy Spirit dwells within us, what the Holy Spirit can do in our lives, from wisdom to gifting to anything that God could create, we could imagine because the Holy Spirit lives within us. But what about her? In that moment, she chose to believe. She chose to visit Elizabeth. (laughs) Mary visited Elizabeth. When I think of it, I think of, for my sanity's sake, I've got to go. I've got to go check out Elizabeth. Elizabeth is confirming what I am believing. But what did Mary respond before she saw Elizabeth? She said, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. The message I want for you to take this day, because I'll probably do a part two to this, is understanding and saying those words for yourself. May everything you have said about me come true. In this season of prayer and fasting, what a great thing to ask God for is to pray that every dream, every vision, every encouraging word that you have sent my way, God, to fulfill the calling on my life. I pray that everything will manifest. That's my wish for you today, that everything the Lord has shown you, it's not about you figuring it out. Mary didn't sit there and have to figure out, well, when will the Holy Spirit come? How will this happen? She didn't get into the details of, well, tell me what day, tell me how soon, tell me when, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How could this be? You didn't hear the doubt. You know, earlier in that chapter of Luke, you hear Zachariah. He was more like probably how we would be. Um, we're old. How are we going to have some children? What? And what happened? Zachariah had to pay a little price before his son was born. And you can read that in the first part. But do you see how willing Mary just instantly went to, I am your servant. May what you said come to pass. I want you in this season of fasting and praying. Sometimes we get all caught up in, well, my bills paid, want a husband, want a this, want a that. But wow, when you can say, Lord, I want to be your servant. I want to pray 
that your will over my life, that everything that you have shown me in dreams and in visions and words of encouragement, that it come true. That is my prayer and that is my wish. Because what I can tell you, if that is what comes true, then all this other stuff you think you need will fall up underneath it in in ways you haven't thought of yet. So I want to leave you with this piece that the angel told her that you'll conceive, you'll give birth to a son, you'll name him Jesus, he will be great, he'll be called the son of the most high, the Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor David, he'll reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. That's unimaginable to me for a young girl to hear from an angel. It's like, how could all of this happen? What You know, me, I'm the person that would be thinking, what do I have to do? What do I have to say? Where do I have to go? Who do I have to tell? But the Lord knew in choosing Mary. He knew her heart. He knew her spirit. I don't even know how you put your lips together to tell Joseph that such a thing happened. And I can't blame him for looking at her like, are you kidding me? But what I love is that her words, her prayers, were that everything you have said, I want you to remember everything the Lord has said about you. Maybe you take a pen and a paper and you write down everything the Lord has shared with you. And that's what you pray over. Every word sent to you that supports, it's not about what other people will think. It's about what the Lord has called you to do. I want you to focus on that. If the book Christian Warrior Woman will help give you courage, help give you faith, I can tell you that was something that the Lord did. I couldn't figure out how to make that happen more or less make it a bestseller in multiple categories. That was definitely not by my strength at all, not by my knowledge, not by my will, but it was in being obedient. And so I pray that over you, that may everything Jesus, angels, parents, strangers, who have shared a message with you about what the Lord has in store. I pray that it comes true. I pray that this is your day, this is your year, this is your month where you have faith and you believe and that you remind yourself that you have a gift from Jesus to bring things to your remembrance, to bring victory and to bring you make you an overcomer. That's the Holy Spirit. Activate that. Pray that, Lord, I have let the world shield me from your truth. I have let social media block my time from spending with you and really looking at the giftings that are upon me. What I would say to you is don't let the worldly things and desires Steal your real truth.
because it's been there. It's not something that you've got to beg God for. It's what he created you to do. I thank you. And my question still comes back to you. Will you change what overshadows you? Will truth overshadow you? Will you lay down the lies and shame and fears and angers and jealousy? Don't let that loom over you. Don't let that overshadow you, but let the blessings of heaven overshadow you. Let the words of truth overshadow your life today. Amen. Be blessed. If you have any questions or I want to send comments, please feel free to add those and send those to me and I will respond. And if you want to send it on our Facebook page through Messenger, you can go to Christian Warrior Woman and you'll see Lisa Hawkins and you can send me a message there as well. God bless you.